This is Chasing Curiosity. I'm your host, Alicia Tillman. It's been a while. And it's been a wild year. I'm sorry for the delay. I basically spent the entire summer outside of the park or on a city bike, and every other moment I can spare, I'm outside. And now, it's December, and for the past few weeks, I've been glued to the predictability of Hallmark Christmas movies. To be fair, I absolutely do watch them every year, pandemic or not. But those are just some of the ways I've been coping with COVID, as I'm sure you all have your own. But we're back with a new series, and I'm very excited. Much like I did with the Love series, I've been exploring the word friendship and what it means to people. I've been thinking a lot about what it means to call someone a friend, and how we even define the word. What makes a good friend? How have we been socialized to think about friendship? Why does our language have so few types of friends? I wanted to dig into some of these questions with other people and see what we came up with. So for the next several weeks, we'll hear from someone new about their thoughts on friendship and how it shows up in their life. To start us off is a conversation with my friend, Sarah. We've always had deep and meaningful chats about life and finding our place in the world. So this conversation was no different. We also touch on how COVID has been impacting our relationships and how we're finding connection during this time. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Alicia. <laughs> um, I'm so excited that we're going to talk today about friendship. Um, we were just discussing before this how many like amazing conversations we've had about this in the past. So I think just richness of like the things we've talked about before, I'm looking forward to diving in. Um, I would love to hear just like a little bit about you, maybe just where you live right now, what you're up to, and um, your favorite thing about friendship. Yeah, that's a ter- that's a really vague question, but I'm going to let you run with it. And you can say as little okay. or as much as you want. <laughs> okay. Ooh. <laughs> You've opened a whole Pandora's box there. I, know. I so. do that a lot with my questions. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, this is this is very cool. So I just a, a, a potted history. Um I British obviously and um uh, born and raised in the north of England. Went to university in London. Um, worked in the theatre, met my husband in the theatre. Um, we emigrated to the States, to Connecticut, um, 1993, and um, had to raise two lovely boys there and um, had a great stable life. Um, I ended up being a teacher of foreign languages in a little um, private boarding school and day school. And um, all, all well and good. And then... Um, as life does so while you're planning it you know things you get a curveball and uh, and sadly I lost my husband um, nearly 10 years ago um, and uh, so after that the whole my whole sort of um, world changed onto a different path and uh, I spent the next sort of six seven years getting my kids through high school and uh, university and then um, um, I've always uh, spent my whole um, summers and, and holidays with my family on uh, the Isle of Skye. We, uh, my father came up here in 1957, uh, just passed wow. his driving test and, uh, and discovered it and never really vacationed anywhere else. So he passed on that love to all of our family of, uh, of the highlands and islands and walking and nature and outdoors. So um, it, it was really interesting. My, uh, the, 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 day, the, the day we announced, my husband and I, that we were going to go to immigrate to America, um, my parents had actually just bought this um, sort of holiday cottage on the Isle of Skye and uh, we started coming back in the summers. It was a great way to see the family and yeah. um, bring the boys and introduce the boys to, uh, to their heritage and their, their, see their relatives. So then full circle, um, about five years ago, my mother passed away and my sister then realised that... Um, my father was struggling and, and was not going to do so well and that we should, mm-hmm. you know, he looked after the, all the family all this time and my mother, um, and it was our turn to do the same for him. So, um, so I'd also been a teacher for 17 years and was thinking about, you know, what was the next step? That was a means to an end, but, you know, I really wanted to um, change my life course a little bit and, and, and explore some other opportunities and, um, and ended up sort of being able to, able to come back and live in London for six months and, and work as a PA for a, a TV exec. And uh, it was a great way of sort of finding out whether I could come back to the, um, come back to the UK and live here. Um, but also it coincided with my, um, we moved, my sister and I were able to move my father out of his family home of 50 odd years because um, he was struggling and we uh, managed to get him into a, 
a lovely little sheltered um, housing flat and uh, and so um, so that was all good and then I returned to the States and uh, decided what to do next, trying to decide what to do next um, but my father um, was beginning to deteriorate quite quickly and uh, and I had made my mind up at that point to um, that actually I really wanted to return to this to the Isle of Skye that yeah. that was the home I wanted to end up being if I was going back to the UK I'd never shut the door on the UK and uh, and um, it this all sort of seemed to work out and be a clear path of being able to bring my father up to the home to spend his last years up here uh, and me to be around to be the family member I was able to do it and uh, so that's what happened um April last year not 2019 I, I moved back in yeah a property came up for sale right next to pretty much my father's place and we were able to bring him up to Sky and uh, and so my my long-term plan was that you know eventually we would um with the family property we would um uh, either he would live there or he would live with me either way which whatever was the best for him um and one of the places we would either be in b or or rent out of his holiday that um and uh so yeah so that's that's basically what happened um we came back then covid hit and uh, and sadly my father was um unfortunately um succumbed to covid um and uh but the fact that we managed to get him up here and we had the last um, few months together was just amazing. Um, so, uh, so now next year, I'm hoping all being well, um, that I'll be able to take a few more guests, but um, uh, who knows, we can't plan that far in advance because yeah. of COVID, which is fine. But because I've been coming back here all the years, I've kept up the contacts, actually moving back. I always had a ready-made set of um, friends living here and, and the, the village i live in is only 30 houses so it's um it's pretty remote um five miles from the main road but realizing that this was such a huge move and coming back um the whole friendship i've been thinking about an awful lot and and look, looking at ways of how do we how do we keep up with our friends and how do we you know how important they are and to me you know in this whole journey that i've had over the last 10 years um friendship has has been the key to to sanity and 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 moving forwards from the tragedy that i had found myself in and um and looking at life in through a different lens really um from the way that we've been so sort of we've been brought up to this is you know particularly for women this is you know you're going to do this you're going to go you know if you're lucky you're going to go to university and then you then the next thing is you know you get married and then you have kids and you go do this and the other and and actually um there is a lot more to life out there than all of that I found and yeah. that, and that uh, yeah so it's uh, it's yeah it's a very timely this is a very timely conversation <laughs> yeah wow thanks for sharing all that and I can attest to how beautiful sky is and I was just even thinking I mean I, I've been there I've come to visit and just how that place has was a source of like our connection and friendship um, and so it's it's cool to think about like the spaces that bring people together and it's beautiful I'm like dying to get back there <laughs> yeah, top um, of the list <laughs> right oh my gosh as soon as I can travel again yeah that I mean I think there's so much to unpack with like what um what around what we think we're supposed to do because society tells us to um and then almost like once you realize that that you're being fed these messages like what do you do then like do you continue along that path or do you forge a new way and and if forging a new way I don't think means like you do everything completely brand like no. there's it's like you're still a part of society and and absolutely and such but like what does it mean to be alive and have really authentic meaningful friendships um what's one thing that you've been like thinking about lately like just in the past like few weeks is there anything that comes to mind of like something you're considering reflecting on about your friendships yeah I think I think something that I've thought a lot about particularly obviously because of the situation and the, this way of life that we're living that how many friends and acquaintances and and, and people and friends of friends we're all struggling mentally we're all struggling and mm -hmm. and and that that you know of, of living inside our heads a lot of the time because yeah. of having to spend a lot of time in indoors and and how do we 
structure. Um, I mean, I, I come from a very structured, being a teacher is obviously a very structured lifestyle. Um, and then coming to this you know, island where um, at the moment, you know, changing from working in a, with a, teams and with groups of people and an organisation and then now being self-employed and having to create my own structure and, and, and on top of being on an island that has, you know, all islands have their own time. We call it sky time here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's rare I wear a watch unless I go off the island and, right. um, and that right. just the slowing down of, right. of life, which is wonderful and restorative and fantastic, but but equally that can be a negative too, in that you can end up being static, too static. And, and how do you push yourself? And mm. how do you make friends? Keeping the contact, you know, when to be socially interactive within the guidelines. Um yeah. and when when to with, withdraw. I'm 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 I think I'm a an introvert and an extrovert. What right. an ambivert, <laughs> what are they called? Yeah. Yes, an ambivert it's because because I can quite happily live on my own and, and spend days and hours pottering around doing doing stuff and and happy with myself but then suddenly I, I will need to talk to people I'm a very chatty person and, and and you know just seeing somebody over the fence or just you know going out and, and delivering something or dropping some eggs off to somebody yeah. it, it, it's huge and those that that interaction makes you absolutely in this situation realize that as humans we aren't you know we can't be an island we we absolutely need each other and so you know this whole thing at the moment we're under living under guidelines of only two uh, two households can meet but not indoors and it has to be outdoors and so in a way it's, it's easier here because we all live outdoors quite a bit anyway um, right. um but but those friends that i would normally you know be having a, a coffee with or visiting and that sort of thing who who may be on their own or who, or who don't have large families or um, or have people around them that 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 you know how do we keep the connections and keep the the conversations going right because we need mentally we need that otherwise we we dip down too quickly mm. oh yeah it's so true yeah it's it's kind of amazing what a small point of connection can mean when it's lacking um and how the slowness is both like welcome because especially like i live in new york city like being slowing down a bit has been really good for me um yes not yeah. commuting i'm less angry <laughs> yeah um, yeah it has many benefits yeah. Yeah. i'm yeah. also feeling the i'm feeling the disconnect of like coworkers. like that those were relationships that i had that happened every single day like I, there was connection points every day and yeah. now th that's not there and it feels like you have to go out of your way to kind of um yeah make sure you're getting that all the time. Um, yeah. And then also dealing with the fact that like some people are busy. So you don't, you don't know when you're going to be able to connect with people. Um, and that feels a little, I think because the world is the way it is right now, like you're not going to like run into someone and meet the them out. There isn't yeah. the spontaneity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot to reflect on just like, even in this current moment in time of, of what, what doesn't being intentional mean? How do we just deal with the feelings that are coming up? Because some of them can't be like, like you can find your ways to connect, but there is some like pain of loneliness that we can't really like deal with right now, or we can't really fix it. Just, we have to live through it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a lot, but it's, <laughs> we're all going to grow in this time if we choose. Um, I'm wondering what you think, what comes to mind when you think of what a good friend is? That's, that's really hard. <laughs> um, because there's, there's, there's that, what, that how self is being a friend and how you treat your friends. Right. And, and there's also that level of how you want to be treated and how right. your expectations of, of what friendship is. Um, and it's all a big, you know, it's a muddle because humans are humans and, and none of us fit into those little boxes right. of you know, <laughs> like, to, like to be organised and ordered and, and sort things we're out. Very we're, very, <laughs> we're very messy. And so I, I don't think, you know, you can't, you, there can't be a template. I think the, the mm. crucial thing is uh, it, it, the friendship can't be one-sided. It can't be always right. you reaching out and you, you know, uh, picking up the phone and, and texting or whatever it is and communicating and, and, and always it's always coming from you 
the best friends are when when you have that equal sort yeah. of spont- it's spontaneous it's all about you know whatever spontaneity we can still do you know having a text from somebody out of the blue is is so uplifting funnily enough i was thinking about um again in our nature we like to have things organized so some friendship groups i have a friendship a college friendship group that likes to set up zoom meetings quite regularly and at the beginning of lockdown that was fantastic but now you know as, as the months have dragged on and and all of us really you know it was lovely because we hadn't really connected for together for a long time we'd all i'd been out of the country and everyone had been living their lives but because we we were all captured in our homes mm-hmm. it was wonderful at the beginning of lockdown but now of course we're running out of things you know we haven't done much you know there's right. very little and and in fact the last one we tried to set up for one reason or another everybody somebody kept dropping out or was busy or couldn't do it and 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 it was sort of that actually we're finding all these excuses that that you know being scheduled is too much so you know how do you keep the spontaneity how do you yeah as you and as you say you know particularly you know i i'm i'm single i live on my own and a certain amount of my friends are obviously married and busy with their children and, and where they are and stuff at different ages and levels. Um, and that I can sit here and spend, you know, spend hours and I don't have, you know, a timetable that I can, I'm totally, you know, in, not, in, not in control, but I'm totally in charge of, you know, how, how many hours do I spend chatting to somebody or right. how many hours do I go in the garden and that sort of thing. Whereas a lot of friends, you don't have that. So that's tricky negotiating and navigating that sort right. of you know, when people need time together to, to have conversations and how long you can spend doing it. And, and right. uh, yeah, so, so, so that a good friend is, is someone who you can pick up, you know, at any time and any length of time um, right. that you don't have to schedule it. You don't have to, um, um, you know, book it in because then it, it sort of loses that, that spontaneity. Um, I think, I think just, you know, when you check in with each other, on a regular, a fairly regular basis, whether it's two, three months or five months and pick up again. Um, those are the good friendships. Those are the ones where you just pick up and it feels like you've just talked to them the day before. Or, yeah. Um, you know, it could be years even. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I've had many of those, you know, certainly the last few years of reconnecting with people. I, I find that so interesting um, because it's something I've been thinking about in terms of like, the friendships or the relationships you have in your life that are your daily like connections. So we all need to like go through life together with people. And, and then there are friends who are the kind of friends you pick up with. And those are the, I think in my opinion, the friends you can pick up with after any length of time are the like lifetimers or the, or the long distance friend or the long, um, the marathon. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And like, how lucky when the long haul friends overlap with the everyday life. Yes. But a lot of times they don't because there's so much transition and we move or at least I've moved around a lot and yeah. you've, I feel like you've done the same. And so yeah. um, it, I think some of it can be, it can be difficult to like want those friends near me, those close long haulers near me all the time, but they're not. So then what does it look like to invest in the people you're around all the time? And then it's just like, there's so many people. I just, it's sometimes it's, I don't really have necessarily a question or an answer to it, but it's something I think about a lot of, like I have a really, really close friend here in New York and eventually we will live in different places. It's like, it's going to, it's inevitable. Um, I mean, maybe we'll end up together, but most likely not. And Mm -hmm. she is like an everyday friend. She is a, a New York in my life all the time here. And then it's almost like the thought of having to constantly bring those people in feels um, it can be exciting, but also difficult. And yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Um, it's just something I think about sometimes just being a transient person and moving around a lot. Yeah. You know, I think exactly like you, particularly as I've just done this shift from one, one continent to another, to another country. Um, I think if you if you're a person if you're someone who needs interaction and needs friendships, I think you absolutely you've got your long your long your long hauler friends um, that you've known for 30, 40 years or whatever it is, and 
you, you, wherever you go you will make friends if you are naturally sort of, right. you know you need it yeah. <laughs> then you make the effort you know with other other friends and acquaintances that have you know sometimes have been very you know frustrated or we've talked about loneliness because because they're not willing to put the effort into mm. making friends at whatever level it is you know um we particularly living in a small community everybody's obviously very diverse we don't all see you know we don't all have the same politics we don't all have the same see life in the same way but but what actually brings us all together is because we're in a small community mm-hmm. you know, we have to get on and and you have right. to make friendships and each i have a friendship you know different relationship with all the with all my neighbors and you know i would never have got to know them this well if i hadn't lived here and just kept right. carried on visiting but but I think it because people constantly surprise you and particularly as we're mm. going through a lot of, you know, we're all having to really, you know, put aside a lot of the superficialities of life, yeah. that, you know, and realizing that, you know, half the stuff that we did is not on the list, not priority anymore. <laughs> and that, yeah. you know, what are the things that make, you know, keep you going and, and, and things that we would have just brushed under the carpet or been very flippant about are actually really important and, and, so I, yeah, I, it it is it is. I have I don't have an answer either. It's tricky, but but yeah. I think it, I think no matter where you are, if you are if you are naturally a a person that is is good at making friends or needs it, and so has has acquired the the habit of doing it, it doesn't matter where you go because you will you will always find it. Um, it right, it's there. Yeah, there's all there are always people to connect with. Um, yeah, yeah. And maybe what I'm really considering when I think about that is just the, like, the transition of change. So every time there's change, it's, but that is, I mean, I've lived in enough places and met Mm -hmm. enough people that I know, like, to your point, like, there, I can always meet someone new and connect with them. And that's a great, like, lovely gift to have. Yeah. 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 Um, But it is the, the loss of of that like it's just it's acknowledging the both and like the loss of when someone leaves and then or when I leave and then when the fact that you can meet new people it's funny I had that reminded me when I when I was leaving my friends in in the states you know some of them were were incredibly upset and Mm -hmm. and I kept reassuring them saying you know thanks to technology and social media right said think of it this way i'm not i'm not going away and you'll never see me again you <laughs> right. know? But, yeah but you, you you by keeping up that you know by keeping up the, the the interaction and the just checking even if it's just a you know text and emojis and checking in keeping you in in the present and and it actually this for, for one particular friend that you know i thought it was going to be very difficult she was going to very be uh, struggle with it and in fact, it turned out to be, you know, a smooth transition. And and I think that's because we have, we've been so sort of conditioned into, you know, living where we live and in our bubbles and our countries and right. rules and regulations. And um, that actually, when you start to let go of that and say, you know, we know each other well enough that that you're, I'm a friend for life. You, get, you know, it's going to take a lot to get rid of me yeah, or, right. and vice versa, <laughs> you know. And, and, I, and I think once you you let go of that fear of thinking because again it's all tied up with popularity isn't it you know how am yeah. I going to friends that you know do, do people like me you know it's our right. constant constant chatter in our brains yeah, so true even, even at age 55 you know <laughs> have I made, made a fool of myself or you know I'm not popular enough or I'm not you know I'm not saying the witty things that some you know someone else is and and you know once you sort of let go of all that stuff and just be yourself um, yeah right <laughs> and I think that's just that's part of us with experience in an age I've got to that point of to hell with it you know, right. and, and who cares? Do, you know, yeah who cares? yeah and yeah. and it's not that who cares because you because we're the sort of people that care deeply about other people you know we, yes right you know, we we want to help we we like helping we like being supports we like yeah listening and 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 having that interaction and and yeah it's yeah it's, it's it is fascinating that sort of yeah. The transition of, of all these boundaries we've set up but once you start letting those boundaries go um the friendships are the things that remain even stronger so yeah, yeah. and there is a lot more possible than i think we realize um I, it's like something that i think it this is like an interesting path into one of the things i've been thinking about a lot is um like we 
at least in my experience of the society um, living and growing up in the U.S., that we like box people into different titles. And there's like three, maybe four. Friend, yeah. best friend, family, family. partner. Oh, absolutely. And like most people are saying like spouse. But like, well, I, I'm going to go partner, a romantic partner. Yeah. Um, yeah. That just doesn't feel like enough boxes no. and or categories and um, it – so I've been spending a lot of time considering like, what are my really deep friendships and what do those look like? But then what are my other like layer, like what are the other almost like spheres? Um, yeah. That it, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I just, I feel like you've done a lot of reflection about this as well. Um, and I would, I don't know, I, I would love to just kind of like dive into this, mm-hmm. this part of the conversation of like what that has looked like for you, what you sort of resist now about society or what you've, like taken from your own experiences and integrated into your life of new ways of looking at relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I love, I love all <laughs> yeah. because, because I think it is, I think, you know, I, I never questioned the route, the path that I was on hmm. just, you know, and I was lucky that you know, things sort of worked out and I had a, you know, ma- a good marriage of 20 odd years. And, um, but now not being in that, in that sort of on that route but in that box yeah. um it, it at first was very strange because i think when you when you're in a, a relationship a long-term relationship you know you do actually it's the friends that fall you know fall away you, you your long-term friends that you had as an individual um sometimes if you're lucky they they all gel together with your partner's friends or or you know you you sort of isolate yourself in a marriage and, and particularly when you bring it raising children you sort of get so mm-hmm. into that and you don't you, your time is limited and you're working and all the rest so that friends the friendship thing does ebb away during mm-hmm. that time and, and the friends that you have at that time tend to be it's the friend network the school network the children network the the, the, the baby if right. you don't have family living with the babysitting the you know that's a whole different network of friendship that you have to at that time in your life you have to tap into or create right. or whatever but but suddenly you know now these last 10 years of it, it is a sort of freedom it's bizarre um of i you know you can choose the friends and the people and how you want to hang out um totally and and then you start having very different friendship relationships because you're not constrained in that family you're not you know you don't get close to people i think as well when you're in a relationship because you're that fear of you know your partner being jealous or you know having male friends that are you know, yeah. that if they're not friends of your husband or or your partner then you know are you allowed you know does society allow you to go off and have a coffee with somebody that's yeah. you, know, you know all the all those pressures that you have that suddenly that all disappears and um and and that you can make i think you can make deeper friendships and that and the lines do blur a little because because i think we all we all chase after having that one friend what whichever um, flavor whichever gender that you can absolutely be yourself with you can say the things that you know should not be said in your head or you, you think after that or or you can laugh at this you know the same stuff or you can you know you can take a problem and that they're not you know they're not going to get bored very quickly or or, or whatever it is um that that someone that just knows you inside out and and sometimes those types of friendships then do blur and become very intimate and, and become more the lover but because because ultimately sometimes your partner you know often is your best friend and and your partner right. so when you're outside of that construct of of a marriage and partnership and long-term partnership and, and um but when you when you have other friends that in a way you're you're seeking that same sort of um environment or, or relationship where where it's someone who you totally trust and, and you don't have to be married to them because or you don't have to go down that route again but but you know it's, you might you might be very lucky and have that same sort of best friend stroke intimate um friend too um because you don't have all these um restrictions around you and and, and you can go deeper into a relationship or a, or a, a partnership um yeah no it's and and i i I do have a very good friend that 
that um, that we start we started off um, working together and and it became quite intimate and then um, because of being on different sides of the of the of the globe it isn't and with COVID and everything else it, and and being different nationalities it, it you can't um, there are a lot of hurdles and a lot of things and we often talked talked about you know this ridiculousness over who made the rules up about how you can live you know living in a foreign country but not being you know being a, a foreigner and you know getting immigration status and all those sort of things because we can't you know if you make a if you have a relationship with somebody um why can't you just live where you want to live and, right. and all those sort of things so that's that's yeah. been interesting but but that's also turned developed more into you know yes it, we can't have that sort of relationship that we perhaps you know for a while had because of the circumstances but neither of us were willing to give up the relationship just yeah. because it's not it's not as close as it was because if anything it's, it's closer and, and it's become more of a deeper friendship and a, and a, and having that you know turning into that friendship of absolutely having each other's back and and knowing and being able to you know reject you know be there for each other even though it's 3,000 miles apart or, um, and a lot of people talk about, Oh, you can't do long-term relationships. You can't do this. And, and I, and I disagree. I think you can, if you, if you, if you're open enough and able to, you know, explain what is, is you, you, you want out of the relationship or how you want, how, you know, if you're not willing to let things, when you've put a lot of effort into something, you know, to give up, I think it's a very human thing <laughs> so quickly in our society. We're so good at, you know, throwing the towel in and, and, and actually saying, well, no, why, you know, why, why am I doing that? Or why can't, you know, we carry on? So, yeah, I think that, well, there's a lot that I hear in that. Um, but I just, I feel like we do, it okay, it takes a lot of self-awareness to be able to do that because I do think sometimes we need boundaries for ourselves with some relationships, like if we decide they're going to change. Yeah. Um, but if we are clear and we communicate with each other, whoever it is, if it's a, it's a friend, if it's a lover, it's a lover turned friend, friend turned lover or whatever, like, or friend that feels like family. Like there's so many ways that they meld together. Yeah, but if absolutely. we communicate about like expectations and both parties are clear, it feels like why not do what is going to be best and, and, enjoyable and feel connected to that person um but it is easy to say well this isn't this isn't what I thought it was going to be so I'm done with this and yes. some, some people to be fair like yeah. it's good throw, throw the talent yeah. if that wasn't <laughs> no, that was not <laughs> but I think like when we do connect I have another friend who it was I think it was in the love podcast but talked about like chemistry with with people like when you find someone you have chemistry with like yeah. don't them don't let them go like no. chemistry is like I personally think I personally think of chemistry in more than just like a love a lover yeah. perspective yeah. I think of it in totally in agree all relationships yeah and I think that it, it, to have that with someone to have like really good chemistry with someone is special and like so <laughs> I think it says a lot about you and um the people that you're communicating with in your life or that particular friend that you're able to acknowledge that that chemistry is there and then fight for that relationship and friendship to continue um and like being communicating about defining what that is or making sure everyone's on the same page and it's it's working um and you're yeah. having like a good experience i guess um but yeah i think that it's, but i do think a lot of people aren't um self-aware enough of what they they need so that they don't know how to communicate that to someone else absolutely i'm wondering when that's come about because and particularly we're seeing you know that we've got this very fast-paced you know, pace lives right. living on the you know on the, the hamster wheel of <laughs> just go 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 and not taking time and not not listening and not taking them the time to listen to other people and to 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 see what they're going through or or to just have time to have fun you know it, it's always this way you know I, I still feel even in the grand old age that I am that you know guilty of of 
you know, not doing something or taking time out or not being productive. You know, the whole thing is, how's your day being productive? Right. And, <laughs> and, you know, having to, who, who, unfortunately, I have no one to answer to but myself. But, um, but it's, it, I think that's what stopped us, you know, really connecting with people and, and, with, and, and, and the fact that we, you know, we live indoors, that we live in these boxes. We've, we've put yeah. all these boundaries and these rules and regulations and this is how a, a friendship should be or a relationship or at this time of your life you should be, you know, you should be doing this, that and the other and, and not letting, you know, not getting out there and, and, and having, having the time for friendships and having the time to notice people mm-hmm. and, 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 and not always be able to help, but, but just to connect. I mean, today I just, I went, popped down to my, uh, the family cabin down the hill and um, it's the changeover day for the self-catering cabins and uh, a chap was outside and he looked like he wanted to talk. So I just, you know, <laughs> opened up a conversation and, and we had this lovely interaction and just, you know, we have time to do that now right. in these circumstances, you know, right. you, you know, all those times in the cities where people are rushing, you know, yeah. don't look at each other and, you know, right. particularly right. in New York city, you know, don't, <laughs> don't engage, don't engage, just be in your box. And, I do uh, that sometimes. Yeah. We've all done it. I think, yeah. you know, it's, just, it's part of self-preservation, but, yeah. <clears throat> but I think, yeah. And, and also where you live and, you know, I live in the country and it is a very different situation and, and and people are more relaxed and more trusting and more um not quite as wary of of each other right. so that, you know there's a lot more talking but but i think that you know that is why we've we've got so forgotten how to be friends we've forgotten how to not friends but forgotten how to to live next door to each other and to right to be a neighbor yeah be a neighbor yeah. be be use that for force for good not for for, for negative yeah. i like um I like what you're saying or what it makes me think of is the word friend. It's like both powerful and also like watered down. It just, it's like there's so many, there's so much to that word and it almost, so as I'm hearing you talk about this connection with the stranger that you just met, um, that like this person is not your friend by like what we would define friendship, but it, sounds like from what you just said that it was a meaningful um connection with somebody even if just for a few minutes and that and i almost feel like that should be looked at as just as powerful as a connection with a very close person in your life and because they don't fall in the line of friendship it's oh just like a passing connection but i would be cool if we could just like flip the word friend or just like pull it apart and just I think that's my thing like well, the reason why I wanted to talk about this with people is like I want to like friend is just like this word that I just want to like pull it apart and look at all the different aspects of it and see uh, what's inside um, yeah. and I like your example of that like those small interactions just because yeah. it's small doesn't mean it's not doesn't mean it's not powerful um, no. and I like that example mm-hmm. and I, th- I think you know, just sort of reminded me that particularly when you get, get to a, as you get older, you have, yes, you have your, your college friends or your school friends that you carry with you and they're they're ready-made that you can always fall back on. But particularly when you move places, how do you make, how do you make friendships? How do you go out there? What are the, you know, in the past, it's always been, you know, either go to the pubs or, Mm -hmm. or go on the, the, the apps, you know, the social apps, that's been a big part of, you know, people have, you know, using these these strategies to how do you make friendships? Because because those spontaneous, like like I did today, and I have another story about somebody I met last year, um, who's become a really good friend, and that was just because we happened to start we chatted to each other. You know, yeah. having a cream tea up on the you know village hall somewhere in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and 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 I was with my some American friends, and they were laughing, saying, you know. It's amazing. How do you do? You know, how do you do that? I said, well, I think it's, I think it's openness. You just have to, you yeah. have to put yourself out there. And, but we also have to have that hope that that that, I think that openness to to, to make contact and to connect with people. And and and, you know, I'm always surprised at how generous people are. And 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 it and it's a wonderful thing. And and it's a it's a vibration, sort of raising that positive vibration. Mm-hmm yeah it's just those funny funny things that happen and 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 making the most of it i think so 
Yeah. I think remembering that we just get this one like shot at this life. And so what do we want to do with it? Um, No, absolutely. That's, that's the key thing. You know, when you get to that point of saying, you know, we literally, we have one go at this. Yeah. Let's drop some of those inhibitions or drop some of those, you know, rules and walls that we've built up around ourselves and and try it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nothing to lose. Nothing, nothing. I just, I'm reading this book right now and it's like a short little, basically it's called When Things Fall Apart um, by Pima. Oh my gosh, it's up on my bed. So I can't think of her last name. Um, But, um, but basically the, the thing I just read was about how Basically, there's this example she gave of her friend when she was 10 having these nightmares and something was chasing her in the nightmare. Um, and the, the, this, the woman telling the story was like, asked her friend, well, what, what's chasing you? What's the monster chasing you? And the friend was like, I don't know. So the next time she had the dream, she also like props to this kid for like being able to do this in her dream. But the next time she had a dream, she turned around and looked at the monsters. And I think it was just like small little like bear dogs. Like it was like nothing she was afraid of. And the reason the author told the story was because we could spend our lives running away from the things we're afraid of, or we can turn around and look at them. And I thought that was like really interesting because it's not suggesting that we're not going to be afraid of things. No. It's saying like, well, let's look and see what they are. Like, let's look yeah. at them and then they have less power over us, but yeah. we're still going to be afraid and that's okay. And I think the way, the reason that I thought of that story is, is on top, was top of mind, but what you're like saying about like, yeah, you could have not talked to that woman because you were afraid or it felt yeah. scary to put yourself out there, but like, you're going to be afraid whether you do it or not potentially. So why not try? And, and then maybe yeah. it's actually not as scary as you think. Um, yeah. And I, I appreciate that perspective around, especially human connection because we need it desperately. So like yeah. just pushing through the fear and knowing that we're all so, like having similar experiences of Absolutely. desire for connection. Um, yeah. It's really, yeah. man, it's important. And Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of that, I mean, we haven't even touched, and I know so that's a whole other, other issue, but, you know, most of the stuff we talked about has been positive and, and, and about friends, but, yeah. but absolutely there are friends that you can love dearly, but, but are very draining and then very energy draining and take, and take, take, take all the right. time. And, yeah. and you do have to have boundaries with them. And, right. and sometimes it is the right thing to do to let them go or to step back a little bit or whatever, um, because you know it is it's that balance all the time of um you know all the different personalities and and that we all struggle with and have to navigate yeah right and then also it leaves room for you know there is always at least the way I view things like there's always potential for people to come back around or for you to come back around or whatever that looks like and some relationships yeah need to be over forever potentially but I do believe that like we have potential for change within ourselves and there is potential for reconciliation I think and so whether it happens or not is gonna is a mystery um yeah but I letting go to your point like sometimes opens up a new possibility in the future potentially um and I think that I like that um it's just it's like a dot 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 yeah. Um, even if the do- nothing ever happens after that, I like that. Um, yeah. Because it makes yeah. it feel like anything is possible. Who knows? Oh, definitely, definitely. And I, ha- I have had that's happened. I think definitely once in the last few years of somebody that I I met and was actually a friend of my late husband. And um, way back, you know, at the beginning of our marriage, before we got married, we met met this friend and her husband and and I remember at the time thinking oh you know these are lovely people I would you know love to um, get to know them yeah and then but life didn't take uh, take that route that route at all and um but she came back into my life Mm. um, a few years ago and 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 just recently I when I was I traveled down to the the other end of the country and uh, and I knew she lived there and I just spontaneously said I'm here you know can we do coffee (laughs) and we did and we just picked up and 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 it's that has been such a wonderful 
um, revelation and enjoyment and, yeah. and delight to, to get to know somebody that that you know has had a whole lifetime and a, a sort of parallel similar life you know, she has similar you know, children yeah. the same age and 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 that absolutely yes that if you meet somebody and it, and it drifts apart and not give up the hope that you may they may well come round again you know because our lives do go interweave in and out and all the rest yeah it does happen that does happen yeah it's nice to have that possibility like nothing is set for for better for worse like there is no guarantee and that's what makes it exciting and scary but you know absolutely absolutely yeah and there's also the, also the the intergenerational thing as well of, of mm. having friends that aren't just your peer group and just your yeah. demographic that you know different ages and different you know from different walks of life and and you know I have neighbours two little girls who are my you know my little friends that you know I often go out for a walk with or they come and bake or whatever and I think it's so important to have that you know mix up of as, as much as you can and, and and elderly friends and and you know from every every decade that you can you know if you, if you can it's just because otherwise you do get very sort of myopic about you know the yeah just talking about the same stuff and, and seeing other people's perspective from different generations is is really grounding and it's really grounding and very makes you realize that you're not you're not going mad and you're not yeah. <laughs> and seeing life from in different different perspectives is is so interesting i agree i think that's something i am lacking a little bit i think the city life lends itself um that way and so as i'm hearing you say that i'm like yeah um i need to expand my like like i was thinking about my best friend's daughter i think of her like a niece yeah but i was like she's she's also my friend. Like I like hanging out with her. Um, and it was a nice way to, to think about that. Like, um, as I get older, it's not just going to be about getting, having older friends. It's also going to be about having younger friends. Um, and that's an interesting thing to consider. Yeah. Is there anything else that comes to mind that you, we haven't touched on, um, maybe about that book you read or, um, you know, anything we haven't talked about yet that you would want to mention? Only just the book. I, you know, I definitely um, think everybody should read this book. It's just, it's been really fascinating. It's, it's called, um, it's by Lydia Denworth and um, it's called The, the Evolution of uh, Evolution of Biology and Extraordinary Power of Life's Fundamental Bond. Oh, that's so, a great title. It's a great title. She's very, um, it, it, it's, it's quite scientific but it's not heavy science it's sort of interspersed with anecdotes and the the overall the 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 takeaway from it at the end of the day and i thought is fascinating particularly in the times we live um so the the health benefits if if anything if you can have a hug then Mm. that will that will raise because the the, basically the, the main tenet is you know loneliness and and kills i mean your health goes down you know it's been proved scientifically that um you have your life expectancy um is shortened if you do not connect with people and you do do not have these friendships and um however they whatever they look like and and that you know if you are struggling if you can get a hug then that will you know the benefits of that is you know it's all to do with the science and the 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 pheromones and everything else you know when we talk about you know smiling when you smile you know there's good pheromones get But actually, there's so much of this stuff that we we've forgotten as being animals and and um, basic sort of animal things that are built into our structure that that are there to it, ultimately it's for survival survival and and we, you know this book really sort of does bring it back to you that we we are you know we are part of that you know primates and you know we're not that distance you know in many ways we are but in many ways we're not and we still have those same instincts and we have things that are built into our genetics to to you know help us survive so yeah so that's but this book actually you know touches on everything we've talked about and, and has the science to prove it prove it to a certain extent as well it's it, it's been a really good affirmation of the things that i think about and and i've seen and experienced with friendship and that that at the end of the day, I think that the emphasis on, you know, life partner has always been, you know, so prior, such a priority in our societies. 
but that actually, if you look at the, the animal world, it isn't always that way. And that it's, it's more about connections with people to survive. You know, that's how we survive. And we're all in under this situation of survival. <laughs> and so perhaps looking, you know, going back to those, that, that way of, not way of life, but going back, tapping into that stuff that we've sort of ignored for so many centuries um, is actually, you know, it's the thing that will give us hope and get us through this, this stressful period in our, in our lives at the moment. Um, yeah, um, that's powerful. I, I think um, what I love about life or exploring, reflecting on things is the, 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 where like science and philosophy connect. So it's like, we're talking about these deep things like connection and, and what do they mean to us? But then there's like the science that a hug does something chemical in your brain and you need it. Um, and I, I think that's extremely important because it, it's touching on different parts of, of us. Like we are, our bodies are integral to experiencing the world around us. Um, so I think that's really fascinating. And um, I think I'm going to need to add that to my library list. <laughs> I love what you said about like, or the idea of there is so much emphasis on a life partner. And I don't think that's going to change, but like what's like a both and situation here where yes, like personally I'm looking for a companion. Um, and I also am looking to maintain extremely deep, friendships and so I want to redefine these reconstructs that exist um, and it sounds like scientifically that is what we need anyway we need this connection with lots of different types of people um, yeah it's cool it's cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for sharing all of that I really it was wonderful to hear a bit about your story and just to have um, this conversation it's it's always and the mystery the more I think about life and reflect on what like my life means to me and how I want to live it's just like such a mystery and getting okay with that but conversations like this like the connection of yeah we're all kind of reflecting on things um at the same time and um I appreciated this conversation so thank you so much for being willing to oh. talk no, 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 oh, it's been a pleasure, and and I always, you know, I I love the conversations we have because yeah, because yeah. we were able to have this time to to dig deep and 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 talk about our fears and our you know thoughts and interactions and and how we do it, and it's and it's always such a pleasure. So thank you, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> well, thanks so much, and um, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.